It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. Do you want to know what it's like to have a fourth? Just imagine you're drowning. And then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome on into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining us. I am Lindsay Ertz. My guest today, uh, talking about a nonprofit that she started, which is uh, going to help single moms out there. There are a lot of single moms uh, who I don't know how they are surviving life right now because I have a spouse, I have a partner, and it is very hard. <laughs> and so those women who are doing motherhood on their own, it is, I might just, my hands are in awe of you. I am praising you all day long. Uh, so the nonprofit we're going to talk about today will help single moms and help with their education. So joining me now is Lisa Sledge. She is the founder of the nonprofit Freedom for Resilient Women. Lisa, how are you? I'm good, thank you. And I'm excited to be here. Yes. Okay. So just dive right in. Tell us all about your organization is called Freedom for Resilient Women and you help single moms, right? Get education. Tell me a little bit more about it. Yeah, so it's Freedom for Resilient Women, or sometimes we call it FRW. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So we were founded to serve charitable purposes, and all the donations that come in are tax deductible. But our mission is to increase the rate of single mother student graduates and help graduates achieve financial independence. What we found is that only 8% a single mother students who go to school are able to graduate within six years of their enrollment date. And that was before the pandemic. And so the numbers right now, like we don't know what the pandemic is doing to this population from, you know, a study standpoint, but I can tell you personally, <laughs> I know exactly what's happening to these poor women um, who are trying to go to school during the pandemic. And, you know, if it was hard for them to be successful prior to, Right now, it's darn near impossible. So our goal is to become the national support network for single mothers that are pursuing higher education. We want to help them from the moment they first begin to consider returning to school through those exhausting and brutally difficult school years to their first post-graduation job where they finally begin to earn an income and start to recover financially. So uh, tell me how specifically you help them. Do you help with scholarships? Do you help with books? Do you help with uh, housing? Do you help with childcare? Is it all of the above? No, we don't do uh, tuition scholarships, but what we do offer is financial aid for housing, childcare, utilities, and internet to make sure that they're able to get through. And in fact, we have a campaign going right now to raise a million dollars, it's an audacious goal, to provide relief um, for these basic needs to single mother students so that they can stop focusing on survival and be able to study and stay in school and not have to drop out. Um, but we also have a membership program. So in addition to the financial aid that we provide, we've got um, a whole network and community that we are building and creating for the success of single mother students, the long-term success. Um, and we've got three different levels of membership within the program. 
there's the Sapphire member membership, and that is for single moms and graduates. And anyone who is a Sapphire member is eligible to apply for awards. They can apply for financial aid, for rent and childcare, those things that I spoke about. Uh, we also help with the repayment of student debt in certain situations. Um, they get access also to the pre-recorded FRW mentorship series, which I'm super excited about because this is where professionals donate their knowledge and their experience. And they create pre-recorded lectures on subjects like what should you be thinking about if you're a single mom and you want to go to school. Um, and, you know, that would be presented by a college advisor with over 10 years of experience that's just very kindly donated her time. We've got university professors coming in that are donating time um, talking about how you can be successful in your college classes. Let's discuss the science of learning, strategies for successful note-taking. How do you approach a professor with the problem? Um, and then so much more. We've got learning, um, sorry, we have life coaches coming in. Um, we have professional counselors, psychologists talking about how to make sure that your children are in a mentally safe and healthy space while you're going through all of this stress of school and work. Um, and it's just a lot of support and encouragement from talented individuals who are willing and excited to help single moms, um, but the single moms might not otherwise know how to get in touch with them. Yes. So Lisa Sledge is with Freedom for Resilient Women. They're a nonprofit helping single, single mother students through the education process and helping support them as they try to go to school while having children and not having a partner to help them through this. Um, Lisa, we have to take a break right now, but when we come back, I know that this organization was born from your story. So I want to hear a little bit more about how it all started. Uh, we'll take a break more with Lisa when we come back on The Mom Show. You joined The Mom Show. Being a mom can be tough sometimes. We try to make it easier. Here's Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the Mom Show today. Thank you for joining me. My guest started a nonprofit to help single moms out there. I can only imagine how single moms are coping right now through the pandemic, trying to find childcare. And then on top of that, if you're a single mom who's trying to get an education, how do you even go about doing that when you don't have a partner helping you with childcare? You don't have a partner, um, you know, to support you in this either financially or, you know, but you still want to do this. It is so important uh, that organizations like this exist out there. So the name of the nonprofit, Freedom for Resilient Women, their founder, Lisa Sledge, joining me now. Lisa, I know that this nonprofit was born from your story. So will you share that a little bit with me? How did this come to be? Yeah. Um, so I went to law school as a single mom and it was really, really hard. Um, and it was hard for me, even though I have, you know, I'm lucky in that I have an ex-husband who will pay his child support and who is present and takes the children for his weekends and helps with the cost of childcare. But that didn't mean that it was easy. And there's a lot of women out there who don't even have that, who don't have a dad in the picture at all. And so, you know, I going through my experience, you know, I had 
I had an ex-husband who was present for the children. I had family. I had neighbors. I had community. I had church. I had professors in school who were wonderful and helpful and took extra time with me to get to know me, let me come into their office hours and bother them with all of my questions to make sure that I understood topics well. And I still was having such a hard time. It was the longest three years of my life. And I felt like I will never make it. (laughs) It was terrifying. And we went through such difficult financial times. You know, I found myself, like I was just selling off everything that I could because even though I could ask for help from people, I didn't want to. It was horrible. Like I was already asking for so much help and I was ashamed that it was never enough. And so, you know, I would donate plasma twice a week and it would make me sick every time. And I was always sick. I was always nauseous. I was always feeling weak and dizzy. And, you know, and then that still wasn't enough so that I, I would sell furniture. I would sell, you know, I once, I once sold $72 worth of my children's toys so that I could pay an electric bill. And, you know, it's not something that I'm proud of. It, it was, it was hard. It was devastating. It was my children got to the point where they start to point to things around the house and say, mom, don't sell that. Okay. And, oh. and I promised them that I wouldn't, you know, the funny thing is people often think, you know, the only women who need help are those who are involved in undergraduate programs. And if you have your undergraduate degree, um, then, then you should be good. But what we don't realize and what's not talked about very often is that women tend to pursue degrees that lead to much lower paying jobs. Um, So you end up with an undergraduate degree. My undergraduate degree was um, in English teaching, which was great. And I was an English teacher for several years. Um, I taught seventh grade junior high English. But the problem is that when you get divorced or whatever reason, you suddenly find that you're a mom with two children who need full-time childcare. And now you've got debt from divorce too, which is the leading, one of the leading causes of bankruptcy in the country. If you have a low paying job and a low paying or a degree that leads to a low paying job, then you're in trouble. And I actually left teaching and found that I was able to make, uh, I was able to provide better for my family as a legal secretary instead of as a teacher. Um, and so that's what I did. And even then, I was still struggling to pay all my bills, to, to be able to make ends meet. And so when it was my, it was my boss, actually, at Curtin McConkie that recommended to me and said, hey, maybe you should think about going to law school. And I just laughed at him at the time. I said, you've got to be kidding me. I'm a single mom. I've got two little kids. You have to be smart to go to law school. And I wasn't exactly feeling good about myself in those days. Um, And he just kept after me and kept after me. And eventually I thought, you know, maybe I could do this. And the next thing I knew, you know, I was I, I first kind of just, I sat on the floor at a Barnes and Nobles flipping through the LSAT textbook and thinking, gosh, could I do it? And then a few weeks later, I went back and I bought the LSAT book. And then I started studying it. 
And then I took a class. And then I was taking all that and applying to law school. I applied to one school. And the next thing I knew, I got in and I was starting the following October. And it was just this whirlwind of, oh my gosh, this really happened. And, and then when I was in school, I kept thinking, I hope I didn't make the biggest mistake of my life <laughs> because this is really hard and it's really expensive. But I thought three years of destitute poverty, if I can survive three years of just really suffering, there's a chance that I could graduate and find a really good paying job and be able to give my kids a really good, comfortable life. And it happened. It was the longest three years of my life, but it happened. And I have a great job and I can give my kids piano lessons. And we live in a cozy little rental with three bedrooms instead of two and an upstairs and a downstairs. And, and it's just, I can pay my rent each month without being afraid. And I, I need to know that that's possible for other single mothers. I need to know that other single mothers out there, whether they, you know, have never got any education under their belt at all and they're at a minimum wage job or whether they got their undergraduate degree and that ended up leading to a very low income job. I need to know that they can go back to school, they can sharpen up their professional skills and get back into the workplace and take care of their family the way that they want to take care of their family. Oh, yeah, it's such an inspiring story. Lisa Sledge uh, is a uh, now a lawyer, but just graduated from the University of Utah Law School. She is a single mother and then started her nonprofit called the Freedom for Resilient Women, which helps single mother students uh, get education by caring for the other needs. It's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? You can't study at school if you don't have childcare in place. You know, you kind of have to take care of those things first. So uh, I would encourage any single moms out there to look up the Freedom for Resilient Women website. Um, and we're going to take a break, but talk more with Lisa when we come back on The Mom Show. It's the toughest, most important job in the world. Four kids. If you want to know what it's like to have a fourth, just imagine you're drowning and then someone hands you a baby. This is The Mom Show. It's where moms come to learn and share. Our host is Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back into The Mom Show. Thank you for joining us. If you are just joining us, we've been having a conversation with Lisa Sledge. She started a nonprofit called Freedom for Resilient Women, and this is a nonprofit that helps single mother students uh, have access to education through taking care of some of the financial needs that they have, potentially the childcare needs that they have, uh, and a lot of other needs go into uh, getting an education for single moms that can be so hard. Uh, Lisa, thank you for joining me. We talked in the last segment about how you uh, kind of got to college. Uh, you had someone in your life who kind of pushed you to go to law school, and you knew that if you could do that, you could then get a high higher paying job and provide for your two children two young children that you have at the time I imagine that just the thought of going to school with two the thought of going to school with two young kids kids with a spouse is overwhelming to me and doing it completely on your own um 
And then you started the nonprofit on top of that to help other single mothers work through um, uh, how they were going to get to college. So tell me how that came to be from college to the nonprofit. Sure. So when I finally passed the bar exam, you know, I had spent three years just in terror and fear and poverty that I was going through all of this, dragging my children through this difficult experience. And, and then in the end, I was going to fail and I wasn't going to be able to pass the bar exam and what would happen to us. And, and when I passed the bar exam, um, I just, I fell on the floor crying. Like I just, it was the greatest relief of my life. And I finally knew we're going to be okay. When we went back a couple, a month or so later, we went um, so that I could get sworn in as an attorney with the Utah State Bar. And I was there with all of my classmates and looking around at all these brilliant, wonderful friends who had patiently invited my children and welcomed my children into their classrooms with us, um, who had supported me through truly the hardest time of my life. And we all stood up and we all took our oaths together. And I just thought, I wonder how many single moms ever achieve this moment when they're able to look around and say, oh my gosh, I never thought I could do it. I never imagined this was possible, but I hoped it was. And now I'm here. And so I went home that night and I started looking up numbers. I had never looked up numbers before. And when I came across that 8% figure, I just felt sick. I felt sick to my stomach. And and let's recap that for people. 8% of single mothers get an education. Is that, this, is that the stat? So we have 1.7 million single mother students in the United States, but only 8% of them are actually able to graduate or complete their certificate within six years of their enrollment. Um, and that's just devastating. So prior to the pandemic, we're failing single mother students. They're, they're not getting the support that they need in order to be successful. And what's really scary is that, you know, we know that education is a way, if you can finish it, it's a way to increase your earning potential and find financial freedom. But if you start your education, and these single mothers tend to have much higher student debt than your average student, and they drop out, and they don't have the degree, but they've got the debt, they're in a worse position than when they started. It's very, very frightening. And, you know, we want to encourage people to get off welfare. We want to encourage people to be self-sufficient and to take care of themselves and to you know, work hard and have courage and be resilient in the face of hardship. But what ends up happening is those women who step up and try don't get what they need to succeed and it hurts them. Um, and rather than hurting the women who are brave enough to try, I want to make sure that they are rewarded for being that courageous to give it their best shot and to start making their lives better by first starting with themselves and improving their education, improving their talents, building their experiences so that then they can move forward in life uh, rather than expecting handouts. And these women don't want handouts. They're trying, they're working hard. They don't have a problem with work ethic. 
And so I started to think at that time, I just thought, okay, well, I think I know what they need. In order to succeed, they need not just a, a one-time scholarship or a one-time financial aid. That's a beautiful blessing when it comes, but they need a whole community of people like I had. They need professors who care and they need friends and they need church and they need community. You know, if you don't go to church, then you need people who step in and, and who can fill that spot, who, who give charitably and neighbors and grandparents and you know, the whole works. You need the whole works in order to be able to make this happen for the single moms. And so that's when I started kind of playing around with the idea of this nonprofit. And I, I thought I had all the time in the world. And see, I just was like, okay, you know, sometimes when I've got time, I'm going to fit this in. And then the pandemic happened and everything shut down and the schools closed and everything switched to online learning. And during much of my time during law school, I didn't even have access to the internet because I couldn't pay for it. And, you know, so I would always take my kids to the law school so that we could work. I could, I could study and, and work on my assignments. And, and if the single moms can't go to the library and they can't go to their schools, how are they going to be able to do it? And their kids can't access those same things. And then, oh my gosh, how are they going to help their children with school while also doing their own online schooling? And it was just this whole thing. And I couldn't sleep anymore. Like I just, I was so distraught at the idea of if this would have happened a year earlier, what would happen to me? You know, what's happening right now to all the other 1.7 million single moms who are trying and working so hard. Uh, and so I kicked it into high gear and, and really started to get serious about the nonprofit. We incorporated um, in March of 2020 and I've been working nonstop over the last year to really lay a very solid foundation for this nonprofit. I want it to be the national resource for single mother students. And this community membership program that we have is a huge part of that. Um, a lot of times, there's a lot of naysayers in single moms' lives. There were a lot of people who told me, gosh, I can't believe how irresponsible you are. I can't believe you think that you're capable of going out and doing this. I can't believe you thought this was a good idea. You know, in order to be successful, you, you often have to cut back on your work hours. You have to take out loans. You have to maybe take an un unpaid internship. And if you have an unpaid internship, then how are you going to also go to school and work your job? And now the children are at home doing online schooling. <laughs> and it's just, this is a lot. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Your corner, just even speaking encouraging words and telling you, you are smart enough. Wow, look at what you've already accomplished. You can keep going, it's okay. That's amazing. And so the Emerald and Diamond level members in our organization, they're the people who form this community around our Sapphire members. They're the ones who, you know, they have a monthly fee that they pay that becomes the source for the financial aid, that, a, a major source for the financial aid that we give to our single mother students. Um, and then more than that, they get on there and they help create a safe space where they offer encouragement and mentorship. They can, they can put on their social media profiles, like whether or not they're willing to be a mentor, what their strengths are, what areas of professional expertise they have. 
And then our staff member members can just reach out and say, hey, you're a professor. <laughs> if you have this situation, uh, this situation with a student, then what do you think <laughs> I should do? And, and really just to be able to create that environment where these women know someone has my back. Like maybe they don't have that supportive father, you know, figure for their children, but someone has their back. Maybe they don't have family living right next to them, but they do have someone that they can reach out to very easily who's already made clear that they're there to help and ask for it when they need it. Yeah, so important. Lisa Sledge uh, started the nonprofit Freedom for Resilient Women, and this is a nonprofit that helps single mother students uh, with the piece, putting the puzzle pieces in place to get their education, uh, I think is the best way to describe it. Tell me again, Lisa, what other aspects of single motherhood life are barriers for women getting into education, and how does your nonprofit help with those? Well, let's uh, we can talk about a lot of different things here. Um, first of all, women are disproportionately affected by the student loan crisis. They hold two thirds of the outstanding student debt in the country. And that's just all women in general. Uh, but single mothers who complete their education, they have a much higher amount of student debt than other women because it's a lot more expensive for them. They're paying for daycare, which many people don't realize, but the cost of childcare is roughly double the equivalent of in-state tuition in every region of the United States. So you think college is expensive, daycare is twice the amount of that mom's tuition. Um, and so one of the things that we created is a, what we call a resilience award. And a resilience award is a student loan repayment program um, or a repayment it's almost like a scholarship. It's an award. Um, and it goes to selected single mothers who have completed their education. They've made it from point A to point B and they've got that certificate or that diploma in their hand. They've found a job that relates to that degree that they got and they are actively employed in that job. And they're also working within their communities to be a good role model, to participate, to help others within their communities. And those women are eligible to apply for this resilience award, which is paid directly to their student loan servicer on behalf of the single mother student. And it's intended to free them from that burden of student debt. So that instead of taking the additional income that they're now earning, you know, that they wanted to, to use to benefit their families and it instead goes to paying back their loan providers. Um, we want to put that back in their pockets and say, you know what? You are giving a huge service back to our communities by finishing school and having a stable job. You are, you know, creating more stable communities for, for our schools and for your children. You are contributing in taxes that you wouldn't have otherwise. You are saving the government lots and lots of money in uh, federal aid spending and state government aid spending. I think right now we've got over 59% of households that are receiving food stamps led by single mothers with children and more than 90% of temporary assistance for needy families recipients goes to single mothers and their children as well. And so 
if we get these women into a position of success where they become financially independent, I don't want to punish them further by saying, thank you very much. And now you can still spend the rest of your life in poverty paying off your student loan. Right. Oh, it's such a... And say, hey, that's awesome. We as a society, as a community, we're coming together and we're going to help you. We're going to forgive that student loan and we're going to help that is so, so needed. Lisa Sledge, the uh, nonprofit is called Freedom for Resilient Women. You can go Google that and find uh, the website if you're a single mom and need this kind of help. Again, it's Freedom for Resilient Women. We're taking a break. One more segment with Lisa when we come back on The Mom Show. Back inside The Mom Show. Dads are welcome, but moms come here to be heard. We're with Lindsay Ertz on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into the mom show. Thank you for joining us today. We've been talking to the single moms today, mothers that are out there raising children without the support of a partner, of a spouse. I can't imagine how hard life is for you right now um, doing this on your own. We always say it takes a village, right, to raise kids. Well, when that village doesn't exist, (laughs) it's really hard. And frankly, I don't feel like the village in our society exists and it certainly doesn't exist for single mothers uh, who maybe are trying to get an education to get a better job to uh, be able to provide for their kids Um, I just see so many needs within this this population so joining me Lisa Sledge she's actually uh, a single mother herself who has started a nonprofit to help single mother students get back to get their education, but kind of take care of some of the barriers like childcare, like maybe finding housing, like uh, paying back some of those student loans, things that are barriers for women to single mothers in particular to get education. Uh, Lisa, thank you for joining me on the mom show. You started this nonprofit uh, after you graduated from law school. You said that you had such a community around you helping you as a single mom of two kids uh, trying to get your, uh, trying to get through law school, <laughs> nonetheless. Um, what, what now do you want other single moms to be able to benefit from from your Freedom for Resilient Women nonprofit? In other words, why did you start this? I don't want single moms to go through this alone. Um, I didn't go through it alone, and it was still really, really hard. Um. No one should have to suffer through this alone. And single moms who are motivated enough and hardworking and really just striving to improve their lives and the lives of their children, they deserve some support and they deserve our help. And so that's why I created um, Freedom for Resilient Women. And through our membership program, those single mothers are able to join as Sapphire members of the program and receive financial aid and awards that will help with their rent. It will help them with the cost of childcare, the cost of internet, utilities, the repayment of their student debt. Money is a huge barrier. But then also a really big barrier for many of these single mothers is that they just don't have a mentoring system in place. They don't know that their professors have office hours and that it really does help to take advantage of those office hours. If they're the first to go to school in their family, they may not know about Pell Grants. They may not know about the difference between private loans and government loans and 
why you want to make sure that you stay away from the private loans and get a government loan and get your loans that are unsubsidized um, or get, they don't know the difference between unsubsidized loans and subsidized loans and which one is better. And so for that reason, within this community, we also have Emerald and Diamond members who are just regular concerned citizens who can range from the family members, the parents, the neighbors, the professors, um, all the people who care about the success of single mother students. Um, two, it can actually also include, you know, real notable professionals who um, are donating of their time and their expertise, experts in financial resources, financial planning, experts in, um, you know, family matters. There's a lot of stressors. Um, you know, we have one of the lessons that we have is about, um, we have pre-recorded lessons. We call it the, the FRW mentorship series. One of the lessons we have is about how to support your children and make sure that your children are getting what they need um, while you're going to school and ignoring the people who think that you're a bad mom if you let your children get their own breakfast instead of making them a nice, you know, waffle buffet every morning. I think all of us need that. Yeah, all of us need that lesson because <laughs> there's a lot of those pressures out there. Lisa Sled, she runs the nonprofit Freedom for Resilient Women. If there's any single moms listening who are struggling to think, how am I going to make getting back to school a reality with two kids? Like, there's no way I can't even like put a roof over my head barely. I would so encourage you to check out this website. Lisa, tell people where they can find you, how regular people can join if they want to help single mothers, and then how uh, single mother students can find you. Yeah, so you can find us and you can join our organization by going to our website at www.givefrw.org. And you can also make a donation. If you don't want to become a member, then that's fine. You can still support single mother students. We have a very ambitious fundraising campaign going on right now to provide emergency coronavirus relief to single mother students with their rent, childcare, internet, utilities, and all of that so they can stay in school. And you can find the link to that on our website as well. Using um, and you can also go to GoFundMe Charity and search your organization on GoFundMe Charity. And 100% of the donations received through GoFundMe Charity benefit our organization and help us to be able to relieve some of this extra stress that single mothers are facing so that they can stay in school in spite of the pandemic. Well, it is a beyond worthy cause, Lisa. And I know that this nonprofit was born from your story of being a single mom of two, going through law school. And then on top of that, helping all the other single moms out there. I salute you for the work you're doing. And I really hope you raise a lot of money uh, so you can continue to help these women out there. Lisa, thank you for joining me this week on The Mom Show. Thank you so much for having me. And we'll be back next week. <laughs> 